Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's January 9th. Let's find out what happened around the metaverse this week. Did you go to CES 2023 or just read all the articles about it? A hundred thousand people or so went to find out things like, can drones carry us around by the nape of our necks like kitty cats? And if you were there, you may have discovered that the death of the metaverse is being greatly overstated. Sessions about it were standing room only, and if what Mark Albertson reports in Silicon Angle is right, big enterprises are still very, very interested. They see it as inevitable and the next generation of the Internet, and they don't want to be left out. Let me give you a taste of what's going on. Magic Leap has pivoted to an immersive AR device made for the enterprise market. AMD has a custom processor and advanced AR systems for industrial and healthcare use cases. Industrial manufacturing is being transformed even as we speak through the use of digital twins. Siemens is working hard on that. And VR is emerging as a resource for surgical education, which will keep you from hearing from your surgeon. Gee, I've never done this before, but let's see how it goes. Final point, beyond the metaverse platforms that will spring up in 2023, there are all the surrounding supporting business opportunities that we'll see this year. Another reason or bunch of reasons to not give up on the metaverse so fast is what the big-time consulting firm Accenture just found out. Jordan Finiseth at Kitco News sums it up. 55% of the 9,000 or so consumers they surveyed see the metaverse as a business opportunity for creating and monetizing content. 89% of C-suite execs also think it'll play an important role in the future of their organizations. This growing interest is expected to generate more than $1 trillion, trillion with a T, dollars in commerce by the time we ring in 2026. But back to those consumers, 55% want to be active users of the metaverse and 90% of them want to be that in the next year. But interestingly, they don't want to digitize themselves for gaming. They mostly want to do things like connect with friends and family, save time, access consumer services, and just do everyday tasks more conveniently. In fact, only 4% of consumers see the metaverse as a gaming platform. 70% see it as a way to access all kinds of products and services. Younger people want to use it for media and fitness, while older folks are looking to access health services in new ways. Because you could die waiting for the current way. David Treat of Accenture's Metaverse Continuum Business Group says the metaverse as a continuum of technologies and human-centric experiences will usher in the next era of our digital lives and transform all aspects of business. A key element of the metaverse, of course, is the concept of Web3, and this week we pay some attention to Samantha Weinberg writing for the World Economic Forum about what we should be looking for, Web3-wise, over the course of this year. One, watch what Web3 policies are put in place. Regulations should start actually taking shape, whereas last year we were just getting drunk and talking about how cool Web3 could be. Japan even has a dedicated policy office focusing on it. Two, watch for social media to decentralize. Will it really be possible to get rid of the middlemen? Users seem ready to experiment with federated models. Three, watch for more tokenization of assets. Anything can have a digital representation on a blockchain, and that has big implications for markets and industries. And four, watch for more mainstream use cases. At some point, we get beyond the early adopters and see traditional companies incorporating Web3. 
One of the biggest things people have been trying to figure out is how we're going to interface with the metaverse. We're talking about things like better headsets, second skins, being able to touch and smell and see everything without getting nauseous. For the vision part, what if we aren't wearing headsets or even glasses? What if we do it with chips in our eyeballs? The Byte reports Max Hodak left Elon Musk's Neuralink in 2021 and now has a new brain-computer interface startup that uses a next-gen prosthetic eye. This isn't just for VR and AR. He hopes it treats blindness. Such a small thinker. The company's Science Eye combines gene therapy with a micro-LED display over the retina. And hopefully it comes in pretty blue so you can look like Zendaya in Dune. The eyes have already been implanted in bunny rabbits, and they're doing well, but suck at playing Fortnite. The idea is to get it into the first human patient's ASAP and then see where the applications go from there. How important is it to you to not look stupid? Because if you're playing a virtual game and yelling and screaming, the people in the house around you start worrying about your mental health. If you're singing in a virtual karaoke bar, they start worrying about their mental health. Well, Philip Byrne tells us in Tech Radar about a company called Shiftall that has a, well, the best way to describe it is a VR headset for your mouth. Let's be honest, it's a muzzle. It's a Bluetooth-connected microphone that gives you near-total privacy in the virtual space. Nobody around can hear you because it dampens your voice by minus 30 dB. Now, if you had a big problem being made to wear a surgical mask during the pandemic, this might not be the device for you because it's large, it's gaudy, there's some weight to it, and at some point things get claustrophobic. But it shuts you up. In fact, it also works with your phone, so if you're in an airport and want to report to your bosses at the CIA without anyone hearing you, and you don't mind looking like a Cylon, this could be the device for you. Because we all love all the vices available to us, a lot of us are ready to gamble in the metaverse. But part of the fun of gambling is that exotic casino atmosphere. The pumped-in oxygen, the bells, the ability to interact with that old lady in the velour jogging suit at the machine next to you. Who wouldn't want to recreate that savings-losing magic in the metaverse? Well, JM2 Clover Gaming officially launched its Metaverse Cloverland at CES, an interactive, immersive environment with full interoperable technology that uses advanced XR or extended reality to deliver the true casino experience. Built with Unreal Engine, the Clover Casino is the first building on Cloverland. It's compatible with any device, and you can create a full-body 3D avatar of yourself, or maybe you want to be Wayne Newton. So what's really different about gambling here? JM2 says blockchain lets you audit the platform and check liquidity to make sure you can get paid if you win big. That's a problem for the current online gaming industry powered by centralized organizations. No word yet on if quickie divorces will be available on the platform. That's all we have for you this week. If you're digging it, give us a review or a comment. Tell your pals about the show and we'll be back next week. (laughs) 